We've just passed a 20-year milestone since the tragedy that was 9-11. Lots of folks have reflected about it during the past couple of weeks, but there is likely something to be gained if each of us did some of that reflection, asking, where were you then? Where are you now? I don't need to remind you of this sad anniversary. We've been listening to 9-11 reminiscences for the past couple of weeks. Perhaps you don't feel the need for any more reflection about the hallmark event of a generation, but I do. It was a time of tremendous sadness and grief, but was also unprecedented in my lifetime for national unity. We coalesced like few times since World War II. We had a clear purpose, to discover and punish the perpetrators without mercy. Not only were we unified in our grief in the U.S., but around the world, countries offered their feelings of outrage and pledges of support. Even Iran cooperated with U.S. intelligence in the hunt for the guilty. We felt a heady righteousness that I had not personally seen in my lifetime. For once, most of the world seemed to be on our side. It might have been the first time in my life that I actually felt hatred, and I didn't even know who or what it was for. I didn't like the way it felt, this roiling, boiling sensation that made me feel like striking out. The emotion did not last for long, but it opened the door for my psyche to feel that emotion again in later years. The attacks in New York not only destroyed the walls of the World Trade Center buildings, but also crumbled a sheath of protective naivete that for most of my life had sheltered me from the unnatural taste for revenge. The scars of 9-11 were not only physical ones. Looking back, 9-11 was a microcosm of human life. It represented both the best and the worst that mankind can be, brimming with unconditional love and uncontrolled hatred at the same time. We shed tears, collectively and individually, at stories of lives lost in the attempt to save other lives. We shed tears, collectively and individually, in the unresolved attempt to understand how the evil in this world of ours worked its way into this day. We gasped, not only from the dust of toppled towers, but also in fear of a heartless, malevolent presence. The enormity of its work on this occasion, perhaps only rivaled in horror by the Holocaust, the atomic bombings of Japan, the killing fields or the attack upon Pearl Harbor left the world reeling in a profound awareness of random vulnerability, even in the U.S. The event underscored the fragile nature of us all. We are physically fragile in the world around us, mortally susceptible to both natural and man-made forces as well as microscopic viruses that are capable of destruction from within. We are also psychologically fragile. 
unable to discern our innate dependence on one another, seemingly incapable of comprehending that the world is stronger together than apart, unwilling to accept love and reconciliation as the global currency to best ensure a future for any of us. 9-11 brought those realizations out into the open for a short while, numbing us, questioning our certainties, sobering the intoxications of power and greed, if only for a moment. 9-11 provided us all with a look at the future of humanity, a chance at an existential re-examination. That look into the future may or may not have caused any seismic shifts in moral or geopolitical postures, but the opportunity was there. Our human fragility may not have allowed its comprehension. Individually, maybe we have fared better. That day and its sense of vulnerability caused me to fully understand how truly transitory my time on earth is whether from obscene actions of evil or unfortunate development of disease, my days are truly numbered, whether many or few. My sorrow over the incalculable losses of life on 9-11 fed what became a nearly obsessive need to fill my days with activity and thankfulness. It made outward profession of love and gratitude not only acceptable, but essential. The fragile nature of my being dictates that tomorrow can be too late for such important expressions. I have read of others for whom the date served as an awakening for reprioritizing life stories. There are lessons to be had in almost any event, good or bad. We humans have demonstrated great difficulty in learning from our histories we prefer to hold on to the world views and perceptions with which we are most familiar and comfortable. But in memory of 9-11 and all those who died in its wake, we could do worse than to take a moment to reflect upon what the events of that day have meant to us individually. Such changes may offer some insight into what we are made of. If there have been no changes, Maybe that offers some insight as well. May you be granted the gift of deep introspection.